What's up, Tender Love Podcast? Our little tenderonies. Get it? Get it? Oh my God. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to season three. Can y'all believe we're on season three of the Tender Love Podcast already? It has been a journey. Sorry we've been MIA, but thank you for still rocking with us and not unfollowing us from any of the socials. We appreciate it very much. Um, so, ain't nothing really been going on. Like, it has, but, like, we just been super busy, like, with work, life, school, um, and just everything. How have y'all been, like... I know y'all can't answer back, but I hope y'all have been really good. I hope you guys have been, um, you know, staying safe and, you know, keeping out of trouble. I'll give y'all an update. I graduated. Your girl got her associate's degree or whatever. And now I'm taking classes for my bachelor's. I don't know exactly in what yet, but... Uh, I want to hurry up and figure it out because I don't want to take unnecessary core classes. You know what I mean? Like, I want to do something in tech. So I feel like I might just get a certification because you pay for it. The class is only like six months. And then you cut out a lot of that, like I said, unnecessary stuff schools make you do. So, and I would be done in more than half of the time. So, yeah. Again, thank you for walking with us. We uh, a lot has calmed down more, so we can be a lot more consistent with you guys. We are so so sorry. We still should have at least checked in a little bit with you while we were gone, and we could have posted on the story at least. But we'll get better. We'll get better. It's season three, so it's gonna be a lot of changes. this is our spooky episode y'all will see pictures of the room and stuff on the instagram so we're excited about that yeah like she said um we just been real busy a lot lately since the last time we posted the episode which was like in june so <clears throat> now that we got a little bit not gonna say downtime but you know it's not as busy before christmas time we have more time to record episodes and um, keep y'all in the loop with us. Like she, like she said, she graduated and is um, about to start her bachelor program. She don't know what for though, but the fact that she graduated is one thing. Um, I just been getting busier at work, working more hours, 10, 11, 12 hour days. And then my basketball training, had picked up a little bit, and my photography is starting to pick up a little bit more too. But it's uh, we're gonna we'll definitely find some time to make more episodes for y'all. You hear me? For sure, for sure. So we're doing this um new thing where before we record and film our podcast episode, we're gonna be doing this thing called Ask Tender Love on our Instagram story. 
So you guys can send in your questions on there and then we'll answer it, answer them that same night. It can be about anything and everything. We pretty much talked about everything on this podcast. So I don't think there's anything we won't answer. Um, So that's going to be our new thing. So be on the lookout for that. We have one question. Um, This wasn't asked on the Instagram, but I just asked uh, a couple friends and um, the one that responded, she asked the question. So the question is, what is the first recipe we've made as a couple? The Um, first recipe? Yeah, have we made? Like we've cooked together, but. No, I don't think that we've cooked anything like we both cooked one thing together yeah we've cooked separate things together yeah i mean yeah we've cooked things that go together like he would like i would either like make the eggs and he would make the bacon but as far as like something we've seen on like instagram or tiktok we haven't done anything like that yet but i'm sure we will oh no that's not true we made pizza We've made pizza together. Oh, well, yeah. But, I mean, if you want to count that as a recipe, we ain't make... So, we haven't made anything, like, from scratch Yeah, as a it wasn't, like, anything, like, that we saw. And we was like, oh, we should try to make that. We both just know how to make pizza, and we put both put our toppings on it. But if you were asking, like, for specifics, we haven't done that yet. Now, lately, I have been making some stuff myself yeah like i made a five little rib sandwich you was fine how would you did you you had some nah you didn't it looked you did you told yeah it looked it was fine even my dad said it was fine but i made that i made some homemade tacos like authentic tacos not that taco bell bullshit yeah. yeah, we're trying to perfect the recipe for that. Like, it's something that we're missing. But we got this seasoning. No, 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 I figured it out. We got this seasoning from was it Sam's Club or Costco? We got it from um, Costco. Yeah, the the cilantro and lime. We got that from Costco. Mhm. Yeah, so we got this cilantro and lime seasoning from Costco. Um, we tried it at like the little food stations they have. And it was so good, and we feel like that was the missing like piece. Like it's well, close to it. I figured it out what it was. It's just the amount of the amount the amount of seasoning you put. What were you just doing right now? It was like I don't know. Was your titty itching? Yeah. You can't be doing that like that. Like like what? That should look like a like a round ass like big bean bag. You just. Flipping right in my face, too. It's childish. Oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, I figured out the recipe. Like, I got it down now. I don't think you had it when I made it, though. I did. When you made the steak tacos, you, you, you had it the first time, but I, I added something else to it. Oh, okay. But yeah, we. Is that the, that's the only question you got? Yeah. All right, cool. So, ma'am. Yeah. Would you like to ask me your icebreaker? I feel like you've been waiting on that this one. That was my icebreaker. Oh, 
That was your Oh, no, it's not. I wrote it down yesterday. That was their question, not yours. Yeah, I wrote it down yesterday. Let me go to my notes. Guys, I'm getting better at um, writing stuff down. You know what she's not good at? Putting her shit back in her damn wallet. Anyway. Okay, so this is a question. Oh, my gosh. So, no, it's not bad. So, do guys dig only get hard when thinking about sex? Or could you just be, like, playing, like... 2k or something and it just randomly get hard like does it have to be a specific reason that shit gets hard out of the random now there would be specific reasons for it to not get hard what do you mean like if i'm around my niggas my shit not gonna get hard oh okay even if you're sitting there playing with it, it's not gonna get hard okay or like for instance if i am playing 2k it's not gonna get hard I'm too focused on playing 2K or like Grand Theft Auto or some shit. Mm-hmm. But if I'm sitting down like watching some TV or if I'm like driving and just some like it can randomly happen. Mm. So like I said, you don't even have to be thinking about sex or me like. Nah, not at all. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But you don't see like another female and your shit don't get hard. No. Okay. You just gonna get mad if it did? I mean, yeah, if not, not if it was like porn or something. Or like, I mean, no, no, I wouldn't. Cause like, I mean, it's it's a natural thing. So. Don't let her lie to y'all like that. No, I don't think I would. Cause like, if you scrolling on Instagram and like you see like a fat ass or something, like, and your shit get hard, like. If you see a fat ass on Instagram, your shit get hard, it's kind of weird. Yeah, but I mean. I can't get mad because, like, it, it would be different if you, like, reached out to the to the people. But You should be weirded out if my dick get hard just by seeing some shit on Instagram. Just an ass. I mean, I'm not saying it, every ass, but it's I'm saying, ass. like, okay. What's your icebreaker question? Um, I had it in my head earlier, and I forgot to write it down because, you know, no texting and driving. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna come up with this one on the fly. Um, how long do you think you could realistically go without sex in this relationship? Um, like realistically. I know that it would be difficult, but I think I could go like a year or longer. You really think you go a year? Yeah, like like I said, like I know it would be difficult because. I really, and when I say I really sex, enjoy, I know everything. Yes. I really enjoy, like, our sex and the way that we do it because I feel like we have a really good rhythm. Um, and we have a good communication um, with our sex life. So, like, I know it would be pretty difficult, but I feel like I could go, like, if I really, like, needed to, I feel like I could go. A year or longer. Now, speaking of sex, shit. Shout out to um Tahoe and his team, Tahoe TV and Harder his team. Soft podcast. Just all of them. Everybody. For creating the rock hard gummies, because um that nigga did not lie about what happens. No, he didn't. He said that shit talks to you and tells you, yo. You need to go fuck your girl. Or grab her titty. Or some shit like that. 
I got my order on Friday. Picked up Taylor uh, Saturday after work. Mind you, I was tired from the entire week. I took a half a gummy. We was supposed to lay down and take a nap. And then something kicked in and said, yo, you need to fuck your girl right now. And then she started topping me off. She was fine. And then we just started fucking. And we went for like, what, like an hour, hour and a half? Yeah, it was a long time. It was a long time. Like, back shots are my weakness, and I was tearing her shit up yeah. in back shots. And before you hoes try to say he needed something, blah, 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 he didn't need anything. We just, you know, we just wanted to try it. That's it. I don't give a fuck if they did say that shit. Just like we tried handcuffs and everything else. We just shit. wanted to try it. That's it. Nobody knew I had it. no complaints. Don't be scared to I experiment had, shit. I had no complaints before um, he got these gummies, and I still don't. So. Yeah, when, when y'all when y'all over there mad because your man don't got no sex drive, and I'm over here fucking the shit out of my girl with a lot of sex drive, y'all going to be the one, uh, he needed that. Nah, bitch, y'all needed that. God damn it. Anyway, appreciate y'all um, rock hard gummies and harder soft and so shameless, especially you, Tahoe, because at first I would have never uh, thought about trying some shit like that, but I stopped letting masculinity take my life over, and I tried that shit, and I broke her back and annihilated her in a good way. I think she liked it. Well, I loved it. <laughs> It was extraordinary. So what 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 would you like to talk about today, Taylor? So today we Miss are Yancy. talking about Dick. <laughs> no plan. We are talking about um, how you felt about the holidays when you were single and before you. I mean, that would be the same thing. While you were single and. Uh, how it is for you now in a relationship. Okay. So, I guess I'll ask the first question. Alright. So, well, one, was is your... Well, I know the answer, but I'm asking for them. So, is your family really big on holidays? Mm, not really. Mm-hmm. Let's you know, do holidays and birthdays. Holidays and birthdays. I know your mom is. Not really. We She's not really that big on her birthday, but she'll try. She'll do at least something special for y'all on y'all's mm, birthday. We really just big on Sierra birthday because she the baby of the family, and then like Carmen and Xavier. Mm-hmm. Like we the type like after you turn like eighteen and you become an adult or at least even twenty one, mm-hmm. like it ain't gonna be no fantastic birthday party like. Mm-hmm. It's more just like the subtle, like, like happy birthday gift and like glad you made it this far type shit and just like spending family time with each other. They just feel like it's unnecessary once you get to a certain age. I mean, kind of, sort of, but it's more so like you get to a certain age, especially when you got a baby in your family, mm-hmm. where like it's kind of more about her birthday now. Mm-hmm. And then. Me personally, we just a family of people that don't really like. We don't have. We don't get mad if we don't get a gift. Like, mm-hmm. we're just happy we can spend family time with with our family. 
mm-hmm. and stuff on our birthdays. Mm-hmm. Like my mom, she be wanting gifts too, but like she don't expect them. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now we'll still get her some gifts. She's a difficult person to buy gifts for. Because she the type to say, don't buy me no appliances or something that I could use in the house. Mm-hmm. But then be mad that she don't got it. Mm-hmm. I already know the answer to this. But how is your family with holidays? I know, I already know this one. Uh, you guys, my family is super big on holidays. We decorate. On every holiday. For every holiday, I think, except like 4th of July or something. No, I lied. My my aunt will do it, but that's just because she likes stuff like that. I personally wouldn't do it in my own home for my own personal beliefs, but um, we pretty much decorate for every holiday. We're always changing the furniture around. Like, um, we're big on birthdays because we like really value life not to say your family doesn't because y'all don't do it Mm. but um we really like value like how short life can be and so for like the like out of like the kindness of our hearts we will make that special for you even if we can like afford to do as much as we want to do like you're gonna feel like we like you're gonna feel super special on on your birthday um and that was one thing that you know i'm really big on birthdays but when i got with keith like he wasn't really big on birthdays especially his birthday and i know some people they don't really like to celebrate their birthday because of you know like trauma or like they feel like something bad always happens on their birthday but Wait, I forgot. What was your reason of why you... For not celebrating my birthday? Yeah. Excuse me. I mean, nothing really besides the fact that it's right next to Christmas. So, mm. everybody celebrating Christmas can't really celebrate my birthday like that. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just really big on birthdays. So, when we first got together, like, I knew... I wanted to make his birthday special. Like, I couldn't do as much as I really wanted to on his birthday because I was working at this shitty-ass job. And they cut back on hours during Christmas, which was weird. Um, But I did do something to let him know, like, you know, I care that it's your birthday. But last year, I did my shit. Yes, she did do her shit last year. I do I do my shit for Christmas and and birthdays like and I like to start early so like I I like I already know what I'm getting people. And Taylor gets you like fifty gifts too. Yeah. And be mad if one of them fifty gifts didn't come in. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and so was it like knowing that I was big on birthdays, mm-hmm. even though I didn't, well. Did you feel, like, pressure to make, like, sure that, you know, you you were celebrating me the right way? Absolutely. So, did I put that, like, pressure on you, or? I mean, inadvertently, yeah. Like, you didn't, like, purposely put it on me. It's just, like, when 
I see, I saw you and your family like everybody's but every birthday every year. Mm-hmm. So we've been together for what, two and two and some change now. Mm-hmm. So every birthday, each year, something big going on. Like mm-hmm. you and your sister had for y'all birthday the first year, the first full year I know y'all y'all birthday y'all did something at your at oh, your place I think. Twin cello, was that it? Was oh. it no? Cause we weren't really together then. We were just whatever talking. you did in twenty twenty. What did I do last year? Y'all had people over at your crib. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we had a sleepover. Everybody was surprised I had drank a whole bottle of Moet by myself. Yeah. Don't know why. But then, which y'all this year, y'all um, they y'all stole my apart my apartment. I didn't and did a sipping paint, and then. Went out to go eat mm-hmm. all the way in um in what was it in Atlanta and Duluth or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But um and then like your aunt's birthday the first the first uh time was when we went to Twenty Six Thai. Mm-hmm. It had a amazing whole, place by the way. It was, guys. it was great. Um, I just see y'all always doing a lot for everybody's birthday birthday mm-hmm. parties. Always getting a cake, mm-hmm. bunch of gifts. And it just kind of threw me off. Mm-hmm. And it's just like seeing something like that, I'm just like, shit. If I don't do my thing for my girl, then she might fucking leave me. And, uh, like, I even do it for his family. Like, he's like, you don't have to get them a gift. And it's like, I know I don't have to, but, like, she be getting, I want to. She'll be ready to get my sister-in-law, sister-in-law, sister-in-law a gift. Okay, not true. Maybe. If exactly. I if I knew her. Exactly. But like his sister in law, he was she was he was like, You don't have to get her anything and I was like, What do you mean? Like she's a mother, it's Mother's Day and then I got her I got her something for Valentine's Day and he was like, Her man should be getting her something and I was like, Okay, like he still can, like that's not gonna stop me from wanting to get her something either, like I don't know. I'm just, I just like doing stuff for people, the right people. Because I used to overextend myself and do it for the wrong people. And it was very draining. And then I used to feel bad because those people would never reciprocate. And I didn't do it for them to do the same thing because then it wouldn't really be genuine. But those people would like, those same people would forget about my birthday. And they would tell me, be like, oh, snap, like, I forgot it was your birthday and blah, blah, blah. Like, the least you could do is just send me a text, you know? Yeah. So, that's just how I felt um, about it. So, speaking on birthdays, I have a legitimate question. It just brought up, like, it just popped up in my head after you said that. Okay. Um. So, you remember when you was younger and you get on Facebook on your birthday uh-huh. and you get a lot of like happy birthday posts and stuff yeah was there ever at what point did you notice that start decreasing how many posts you would get it hasn't it hasn't Mm-mm. damn mine did like yeah. a motherfucker i have i have a really good friends and i have like a really good people good group of people like on my facebook that tell me happy birthday every year Oh, no, no, no. Friends from, like, middle school, high school, like, church, like, they... I'm friends with, like, five people from... Friends me. from Chicago, like, like 
they tell me happy birthday on my birthday. It um, hasn't decreased. I don't even tell you happy birthday on your birthday. Yes, you do. I know. Not on Facebook. Well, yes, you have, I think. No, no not on Facebook. I'm not finna tell you that shit on Facebook when I'm right next to you. Yeah. That make no sense. Yeah, it was just like, the reason I asked that is because it's like, every year now, I might get like five or six posts. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday posts. And usually from people I don't know. The ones I do get mm-hmm. are from people from church. Yeah. They're always going to tell me happy birthday. Mm-hmm. They, but that's because they love me at my church. But other than that, it be like it might be somebody random as hell on Facebook <laughs> that I ain't talked to since school. So, yeah, it was just, I, I find it kind of, my thing is if you don't talk to the person or never had a legitimate like relationship with a person whether it be a friendship or situationship or relationship you don't have to fake the funk and tell them a happy birthday mm-hmm. just say fuck it so did the holidays like when you were single did it make you not sad but did it make you like long to be in a relationship to share it with somebody uh, or was it only specific holidays and not every holiday? Really, only Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Because, and I wasn't even really like longing to be with somebody for that either. Because mm-hmm. I always knew that. I always felt like it was one of them days where a dude better have a lot of money and be ready to spend that shit. Mm-hmm. But other holidays, like say, like Memorial Day or something. Mm-hmm. Like Labor Day, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, it's just a day for some food and get drunk." Or like New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, I was like, "Shit, let's go all get drunk." But Christmas is more of a family holiday for me. Mm-hmm. Same with Thanksgiving, and then Mother's Day is more for my for my mom mm-hmm. and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Father's Day, of course, is my dad and my brother, mm-hmm. and that was really it. I didn't really like it. Didn't it didn't really like make me sad or nothing mm-hmm. that I ain't had no girl. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate the fact that now I do have a girl to spend these holidays with. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, I wouldn't be tripping. Makes sense. I get it. I get it. No, you don't. Yeah, you do. What about you? Yeah, like, um, specific holidays, like, Valentine's Day, and, um, it is not even the fact that, like, I believe that that's when you need to show how much you really appreciate your person, because I feel like you should be doing that not even on Valentine's Day, but we all know that, like, it's different when you see, like, oh, she got me this, and then everybody's, like, making cute videos and matching and... Um, you know, especially during Christmas, like, the everybody's doing, like, matching boyfriend and girlfriend PJs, and they're making cookies and decorating trees together. I'm not gonna lie, the matching PJs is kind of fire. Yeah. When, like, you pull up to the Christmas, to, to, to the gift opening stuff for Christmas, and you and your girl got the same pajamas on. We did that for the first time this year. It was fire. Last year. Last year, same shit. And um, it's been then during fall. It's like we're going to a pumpkin patch, and then they're going to like these Halloween like activities and stuff. So 
it was um those would be the ones that would get me like oh that's so cute and then i i'm a hopeless romantic like i still am um so like when i no hope in me for shit that doesn't mean that it um so like when i would like watch a show or something and i would like really fall in love with the couple i'd be like oh that's so cute and i want that but now i'm just glad that i have somebody who I can share those moments with. Because he's not used to that. So some stuff I say, he'd be like, the fuck? But. Yeah, I'm still. It's been two years and I'm still getting used to stuff she does. Like, not just specifically her, but like. Girlfriend stuff that normal girlfriends do. What you mean? Like. How you'll be. How you'll just be randomly affectionate or something like that. Which is so big for me. He doesn't believe that I didn't used to be affectionate before him because he says I'm really good at it now. If y'all will see but, how affectionate she is towards me right now, from like day one, how affectionate she's been towards me and like how much she want to cuddle and hug and all that, you would have never thought that she was not an affectionate person. But I'm telling the truth. Like I'll call my best friend right now and she'll... She'll say, I'll talk Nobody want to talk to her. And she'll be like, yeah, she wasn't. But that was one of the things that I wanted to work on, like, while I was working on myself and healing myself from my last relationship. Because, I mean, I'm not saying it's an excuse, but that might have been a reason why he felt like he needed to do what he did. Um, Fuck that nigga. There's no good excuse to cheat. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying. Um, But I was never, like, affectionate. Like, I would cuddle, but it wouldn't be for a long period of time. One, because I get get really hot. But the fan is right in front of my face. I told her, everybody, nobody going to like cuddling until you do it with the right person. And then it was just so natural to, like, do it for him, like. Like, with my ex, like, we were together for uh, not even a year because we broke broke up before our, literally the week before our one-year anniversary. So, we were together for 11 months, and, um, like, even then, it was just weird to, like, you know, be affectionate with him, but with him. Keith, like it just came really natural. Like I didn't even have to think about it or tell myself like, oh, like put your arm around him, like oh, hug him, oh, randomly like touch his shoulder or whatever. Like it all just came natural. You know that's what happens when you're that dude. Like when you that nigga, shit happens naturally. Like shit in relationships don't be going wrong. Right. You probably would have. You probably thought when you first started dating me that you was never going to cuddle with me. It's Knowing I wasn't I, having that shit. It's not that I never thought I would. It's just that, like, I didn't think it was going to happen that fast. Come on now. I didn't think I would want to want to do it that fast. Taylor, our first time, like, hanging out at your, your, your spot, <laughs> you gave me some head. <laughs> and the only thing that stopped you from, like, Riding my dick was that you was on your monthly. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, that 
you're definitely going to be cuddling with my woman. <laughs> Yeah, you my girl. Yeah, I gave him hair and I swallowed, and he said he already was gonna make me his girlfriend that week. But he was like, "She swallowed my nut." Nah, I really gotta make her my. Girlfriend. Yeah, I kind of had no choice. I, I think she did that on purpose. No, I didn't. She trapped me, y'all. Because I wasn't a, a swallower. Like, I only swallow boyfriends, and uh, when uh before you. Was I was I only had like one other boyfriend, uh, who like one I, other bitch ass nigga who I gave <clears throat> who I gave head to. Like I had other boyfriends, but I wasn't doing that stuff at the age that I was like with them yet. You weren't a whore. I'm not a whore. You're my whore. Exactly, but like not that way. It's okay to whore. Okay. Live within your whore. So like my. Ex, I think I did it, but I didn't even think I did it that much. But it like after him, if I did it, like I never swallowed. I, oh, my rule was to only swallow boyfriends, and I mean you weren't technically my boyfriend yet, but I don't know. I just wanted to do it. I was in the mood to do it. You just knew I was gonna be your boyfriend. That's what it was. I mean, you kind of hinted at it on Twitter. I did? Yeah, remember? No, I don't remember. You you tweeted like, um, you tweeted something. Oh, yeah. It was along the lines I of said like, some shit like, yeah, I think, I think I'm think i about to be off the market. Oh, yeah, some you shit remember like that. now? Yeah, because Tate hit me up when I said that shit. He was like, hey, bro, I heard about you. I was like, wait, what? He was like, you should look like you about to get off the market. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm off the market. How did your friends react when you told them, like, you had a girlfriend? They was happy for a nigga. I don't got no bitch-ass friends. I know, but, like, they, they didn't niggas, like your ex, right? I mean, they really never really, like, knew her like that. Oh, okay. They knew about her. Everybody knew about her. Mm-hmm. Like, before me knew about her. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they didn't really care. Mm-hmm. When I told them about you... They was, like, happy for me. I have that group of friends that they be happy for a nigga when he do something, when he accomplish something. They don't be trying to, like, hate or nothing. Mm-hmm. They just be happy. Niggas be happy making sure they're healthy. Like, they're mentally healthy and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Make sure they good. I don't see where all these people be talking about. You shouldn't have no fake friends in your circle and no no haters in your circle. Somebody in your circle hating on you. I don't know what the fuck circle y'all got because I don't got that shit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe everybody need to stop having circles and have squares. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, my friends are happy when uh, we got together too because um, they like saw they were right there for what a lot that I was going through after my last breakup. Um, so they were really happy. They were happy that, like, I had someone who, like, off the rip, like, they didn't have any feelings about, especially my family, too. Because, like, my family, like, if they don't like your energy or your spirit, like, you out, like, They'd be like, nah, she, she, he or she can't come back here because I don't like their spirit. Like, once they tell me that, it's a wrap for you. I can't 
mess with you no more. And I should have listened to my mom when she told me about my ex, but, you know, we all go against the grain sometimes. But, like, when my sister met him and my mom met him, like, I asked them, because they met at two different times. I was like, so what y'all think? And she was like, I don't have anything bad to say about him. Like, I liked his energy. My mom was like, I like his spirit. Like, like it was nothing bad. That's what happened when you go to church. <laughs> I don't even think it was that. It was just like, you know, when you can tell when somebody has really, like, genuine intentions. That's a fact, like... I never understood the whole like, like putting on a front as far as like the dating thing. Like, always going to a always going to a situation with a plan, whether or not you just trying to get some buns or get some dick, or you actually want a relationship, or you just want a friendship. Get some buns. Yeah. Okay. Have you never heard that before? I have. It's just it's just always weird when I hear it said like that. Buns. Get some buns. Or you can even go into it as trying to be like friends with benefits, mm-hmm. which usually leads to a relationship mm-hmm. or a broken friendship. But um yeah, I think people it's it was a lot easier for this process with us because I went in, we both kind of went into this with the same plan. We had great communication like because um on everything too and that includes sex yeah everything like even about like when we were just in the talking stage before we were boyfriend and girlfriend we had really good communication and i was really grateful for that because i really feel like that set up like the tone of our relationship because Mm -hmm. that's all we do now is communicate with each other whether you know it's like good or bad, which it really is never any bad. But, you know, whether like concerns we have about each other or whatever, like we just have good, like great communication about it. And like, I don't remember if I told you guys or not, but we like were talking for six months before like we made it official. Five. Five almost six and before we even like kissed because we had only been on three Three dates before he had his seizure and he couldn't drive and I was working a lot I was going through a lot during that time like we both were like that early in like our talking stage like we both were going through so much like my job was giving me enough hours like our apartment, my sister and I, they wanted to kick us out. Like, there was so much going on where, as to where, like, we couldn't go on any dates for, like, that time period. And so, um, when we finally did see each other, it was just like, okay, this is great. But we kept up that communication, though. We talked every day. Y'all, when I had my seizure, she thought I was, like, ghosting her. Yes, because I we were talking and through Snap, that's like we were streaking through Snap. Still are. Yeah, still are. 
and um I was messaging him I messaged him and then I think I sent maybe one or two more messages and then I just stopped and I was like you know what if he want to talk to me he'll hit me up like on his own like I'm not gonna force a conversation so I'll seem desperate but I was really sad because that had happened to me before with guys that I would talk to on Tinder like we would have really good conversation we would talk and then they would just ghost me and I would go back over the conversation like okay did I say like some weird like and so it was like that night like it was really hurting my feelings and so I was like you know what like let me just pray that like it's nothing serious um and you if it is if he did ghost you you know do your little cry or whatever and then just like brush it off then he hit me up and I was like okay Meanwhile, I was in the hospital, waking up from the seizure. Yeah. But <clears throat> last thing before we get back on topic, um, for a little bit, like before the seizure happened, I was thinking about whether or not I should keep going on with this, or what. Like, was it too good to be true? Why? Cause everything was going too good. Everything was going right. I was waiting on something to fuck up. Oh wow! And I'm one of them people, like. Isn't it crazy how we do that? Yeah, like, I'm one of them people who, like, I'm not the type that wants to wait on something to fuck up. I would mm-hmm. like to beat it to the punch and don't let it fuck up. Mm-hmm. But this time, something, just, something in my heart told me just to, like, keep on with it. Like, I knew I sh- I knew just to keep going with it when I was able to tell my mom about the date and shit, and shit like that. Like, usually I just keep that shit to myself because I don't want them knowing about it and then, like, Drilling me with questions and shit. Mm-hmm. But when I told my mom and even my dad about it, they was just like, oh, I'm glad to see you finally out there dating. you having a good time. So, anyways, so get back on the... We kind of strayed away from the topic right there, but it was some good shit we needed to tell y'all. But, um... So, as far as holidays, what's your favorite um holiday to spend with me? Christmas. And why is that? Because we get to be with each other, and then we get mm-hmm. to be with each other's families, mm-hmm. and it's just a good time. I ain't gonna front. Right now, I absolutely hate Christmas time. Yeah. And that's only because of work. And I hate that. I hate that, like, it makes you like it. Yeah, like, your job makes you like it a lot less y'all because. i haven't had christmas spirit since 2016 no su- since 2014 and i i can't i, I, I hope and pray like that you can start to enjoy it more especially when we like actually move in with each other i mean it's i'm not gonna say it's gonna be shitty this year but i mean we busy we're gonna be busy as hell this season yeah so Hopefully this is going to be the last, if it is a bad Christmas, hopefully it'll be the, the last bad one. Because the reason why, I be, the reason y'all I don't have no Christmas spirit around Christmas time, because I work at FedEx, and we have this, um, you gotta work every day. we have this thing where the schedule blacks out for anybody to take any time off between Black Friday and Christmas Eve. 
And basically, we're working six days a week. And we can't call out for something like maybe a flat tire or something. Like, we can't. Unless it's an emergency, we really can't call out of work. We can't take no sick days, no personal days. Yeah, I did. Um, We can't take no personal days or sick days or nothing. We got to just thug it out until Christmas Eve, and then we finally get a day off on Christmas. But if Christmas is on, like, a Thursday, we got to come back that Friday. And these days, it's not like we working just a regular eight hours. Nah, we working 12-hour days, six days a week. Only good thing that we get out of it is them checks be fat as hell. He's extremely draining. Like, I don't get to see him. She don't get to see me. I don't really get time to go shopping for Christmas gifts for everybody because by the time I get off, everything be closed, but I go in before anything opens. Mm -hmm. So basically, I'll be at work from like 7 in the morning to 9 at night. So you got to do all his shopping online. So, like, we haven't gone Christmas shopping together. Never. Yeah. And it's sad. So hopefully. He took me to go pick one up, I think. But I think, like, we haven't been able to go, like, together and pick Mm -hmm. out stuff for, like, each other's, like, families and people in our family and stuff. So hopefully. and I guess if we start early. I'm going to ask y'all to pray for me. Is that. I can find a new source of income or a better source of income to where I can finally enjoy holidays and Christmas and not have to work at this job anymore because this job is just draining me now. And I'm only 27, and I feel like I'm 50. Yeah. Killing my body, killing my my mental. Yeah. I got the reason I had a seizure was because of this job, my stress from this job. Yeah, um, my favorite holiday to spend with you actually is Valentine's Day. Really? Yeah, we be doing all the cute shit on Valentine's Day. That's true. I actually be getting to like plan stuff out, and then it's like you not like most women mm-hmm. with holidays and stuff, especially Valentine's Day. Like you're one of the ones that feel like you got to get me something too. Yeah, it makes me feel more of a. It makes me feel more wanted in a relationship instead of used. Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense. If I get it's if you if if I was to date somebody else and I got them something for Valentine's Day, and they ain't give me shit but their vagina, which this is the stupidest <laughs> gift in the world to me because I can get that shit from you, anytime I ask for it, I can just hey, can I have some vagina? Yeah, it's okay. It's a regular Tuesday in the middle of May. <laughs> It's the same shit you just gave me on Valentine's Day. But you actually go out your way to, like, look up something I might want. Or, like, you wrote something down that you hear me say I want but can't get. And you get it for me. Like that camera lens you got on the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not expect that. First of all, he forgot that he wanted it. Because it was something he actually tweeted about. And so I saved it. And I was like, like, I think he tweeted about it like a month, not even a month, like maybe two or three months before. But he forgot about it. So when I got it for him, he was like really surprised. He was like, damn, I forgot I wanted this. And I think her goal with gift giving for me is to try and make me cry. It is. I'm going to do it one day. I don't know why she want me to cry. 
I'm gonna I, do it one day. I I'm thought he was them. gonna do it with the lens. Nah, y'all. She almost got me with the um. So, for our anniversary, she got me this. So, if any anybody who listens to rap like I do knows that MF Doom passed away. Technically, he passed away on our on Halloween last year, but it didn't get released until um, New Year's Eve last year. So, I've been collecting his vinyls. So I got I had just bought one at the vinyl store in in, in the battery, and there was one I've been wanting to get called the Matt the it's the Mad Villainy one, but on his website it's been sold out every time like every time. it it would they would restock and then it would sell out like 30 minutes later mm-hmm. so she went through all of this shit to get it for me and like it was shipped from new york from a spot where they don't even ship like she had a friend go pick it up and ship it to me from new york and surprised me with it on our on our two-year anniversary and she almost got me to cry. Not to mention, she also decorated my um my back porch. She almost got me, but I, <laughs> I thugged it out. I don't know what she got planned for me for Christmas this year, but I'm scared that she might try to get me. She might get me to cry. If I do, she better not post that shit either. <laughs> Okay, so that brings me to my question. It was supposed to be my icebreaker question, but I'm going to just throw it out here in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Before me, how did you feel um, when you would ask a girl, like, what she brought to the table? And she would say things like, oh, I am the table. Each other that question because why can't he know the answer to that question? 
Well, here's and my thing. I don't think that. I don't really know she her grandma meant by, you know, maintenance. But if it's the way that I'm thinking, it's just like, of course, um, we all know like men should be taking care of women, but a woman, if you have a good dude. You should be taking care of him, like, just as much. And he shouldn't have to fix you up all the time. Like, your table shouldn't be broken where he needs to overextend himself. Now, I'm not saying, like, if you going through, like, something in a relationship, like, you dealing with, like, depression or anxiety or something, like, that's different. But I feel like, me personally, if you have broken parts of yourself, then you don't need to be bringing that into a relationship because you putting all of that on somebody else and then you're upset that they want to leave because it's not good for their mental health either. So, I don't know. Like I said, I sort of agree with her, but I think I disagree more because I feel like, like I said, both genders should be able to answer that question without getting offended. Okay, so a few things. The first one... If you get offended by somebody asking you what do you bring to the table, then you already know that you don't bring anything to the table. And when we ask what do you bring to the table, we don't want to hear that you got your degree and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because that has nothing to do with our relationship. Mm-hmm. We don't want to we don't really care if you work at this Fortune 500 company. Because you was working there before me. You could be working there with me. Right. And if we break up or, God forbid, one of us or I pass away or something, you're going to be working there after me. Mm-hmm. So that has nothing to do with the actual relationship. We want to know the, like, actual qualities of the woman, like emotional qualities and mental mental qualities of the woman as far as, like, are you loyal like, have you cheated? And, like, if if I need to vent, would you be there to listen? Or can you compromise when we don't agree on stuff like and mm-hmm. it, It's stuff like that is what we want to know. I feel like... We don't give a shit about the monetary values. And, yeah. like, we don't really care about that stuff because we can do that stuff on our own. Mm-hmm. And then it's not fair that... And then to say that a woman is the the foundation or the building of a relationship is kind of offensive to the man because the foundation is not a person. The foundation is, like, what the relationship is for, like, what it's based off of. Like, it doesn't... To me, it's, kind of, it's, it's bullshit if you say, as a woman, you're the foundation of this relationship when... You're a piece. You're a part of the relationship. The relationship put together and the things y'all do to make it work. The things y'all do to make it work is what the foundation is. Like, Mm -hmm. the foundation of relationships should be communication. That's, like, the main thing. Communication and, like, if you live together, bills, money. How y'all carry yourselves. Loyalty. Love, that's the foundation of a relationship, not a person. It's, it should never be a person. Mm-hmm. 
It's what keep everything that keeps the relationship alive is the foundation. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's you physically keeping the relationship alive, then it shouldn't be a relationship. Yeah. It should be your qualities is keeping it alive along with my qualities. If it's one person's qualities, then it shouldn't be a relationship because it's too much on one person's side. Yeah. But if both persons, both of the people's qualities are putting are being put together to build the relationship up, then it's a successful relationship. Yeah. The end, at the end, the building is going to be your home, your family, all of that. But you start off by making the... I mean, every everybody should know when you're building something, you start off with the foundation first. And then you build your way up. You add it to it. You add the pieces you need to it to make it whole, like a whole building. To make it a home. Mm-hmm. I wonder if women, like, get offended by this question because... Yeah, they do. They don't know, like, the specifics, like how you just said. I feel like they feel... Like, the stuff that you just named, like, you said it was, like, we don't want to know, like, that you got your degree or you work here or there, like, all and all the other stuff you mentioned. I feel like that's why they might because, get offended because they don't know that that's not even what y'all are talking about when you ask. Because from what I, what I be seeing... Which is valid, I guess. What I be seeing is, like, when women ask what men bring to the table... Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's stuff that can benefit the woman mm. and not just the relationship, but the woman. Like, the mo- how much money you make, where you live, have you been to jail, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Men don't, the, the how much money you make Well, are those bad changed. questions, though? How much money you make and stuff like that? And, like, you said how much money you make, like, have you been to jail, like, is that... The have you been question? to jail is not a... See, this is the thing. Those aren't mm-hmm. bad questions, but, like, I don't think you should determine whether or not you love some. You could you, you could love somebody based off of those. Because So say you ask how much money I make. And I say, right now, I'm only... I'm, uh, I make about 35000 a year. That shouldn't determine whether or not you could be with me because that can that thirty five thousand a year could change, and I've seen it happen, where a woman might not want to be with a man and they block them because that man don't make enough money, and then that man's life turns around within six months, and then all of a sudden that woman want that man back. That means they wanted him for his money, for the stuff that can change, like the the. The tangible stuff, that stuff can change. The intangible stuff is what you should be trying to figure out, whether or not a relationship can work. Because just the same way somebody could be making millions of dollars, they could also lose that shit in a day. And we need to know, the stuff that we be wanting to know is if, would you be down with me during the process of getting to getting to that money? And would you be down with me if shit go wrong and hit the fan, mm-hmm. and there was nothing I could do about it except 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 that it hit the fan See, and try to work. For I it. have like uh, sometimes I have a hard time like answering this question from a personal perspective and from just like a woman's perspective because you know 
what if like it's bad for my mental health to be with you during that process like my biggest fear because it's happened to me more than once is just like being so down bad like being broke and like I was uh almost homeless once um so that is like my biggest fear and if me not being with you not saying like you specifically but you in general like keeps me from having to be in that position then I feel like it's not wrong for a woman to choose that so that's why you know I could see why men get offended by that question but I also think it's a valid question because nobody wants to be with someone where they have to worry all the time like okay like well I gotta do this I can't go out and do this because he doesn't have a job or he's not doing this and you know everything is like on me like if it's a marriage I feel like that's a different unless like you just like don't know how to manage your money at all but that's something you should figure out before you get married however um I don't know I like I said like it's hard for me to like answer that question sometimes because like I said nobody wants to be with someone if they feel like you know they're not gonna be stable financially I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, don't you think it's valid that a man should know if if a woman that they're interested in would be down for like down with them if some shit go wrong? I think it's valid, but I also feel like you can't get mad if well, not that you can't get mad, but I also feel like if that's not something that a woman or a man wants to deal with then that's okay. Yeah, I'm not saying it's wrong for you to think that. I'm just saying, like... But I also don't feel like that needs to necessarily be a requirement either. For me, Cause it sort of is a requirement. if you got into, like, an accident or something, like, that's different. Or even if your job just wanted to, you know, let you go, that's different. But I don't feel like... That should determine, like, oh, she's marriage quality. Like, y'all being down on bad times, like, I don't feel like that needs to be a requirement for marriage. Like, we shouldn't have, me knowing how I deal in, like, hardships shouldn't have to be a requirement. Nah, men just want to want, be wanting to know is the woman that they about to love for the rest of their lives gonna be there when if or when shit go wrong like say so say my photography is like real successful right now like it's jumping I'm making a few few hundred grand a year and then all of a sudden what you alright and then all of a sudden like Shit, I just stopped getting clients. Shit hit the fan. I'm not able to pay bills. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have that fear that my girl just gonna leave me, like that. Like I'm, it's more of a security thing. Cause 
it don't matter what you do, shit could hit the... If you're a creative person, if you're trying to make your own money, mm-hmm. you have to be aware that shit can hit the fan at any given moment, no matter what. Like, all them small businesses out there who was, like, just about to take off or were taking off, mm-hmm. shit hit the fan for a lot of them when COVID happened. Yeah. So, and they probably didn't, most of them probably didn't have a backup plan or was able to adjust to that, to certain, to that circumstance. So, they probably had to, you know, so it's, it's a good bit of people who lost out on their jobs, some money because of shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, it's the same thing with being in a relationship. If I have something going for me, everything's looking good for the last few years, and something happens that drastically that makes it drastically change next year, I need to know if you will still be there while I go through that and I like I pick myself back up. Like it's a lot easier to get through that stuff when you got somebody in your corner to get through it with. Okay, that's the type of stuff we be wanting. We don't want somebody that, like, we want somebody that actually cares that we get back on our feet. And, like, we don't want to know that somebody might leave when we down bad. And then when we do get back on our feet, they trying to come back. But I don't think it's necessarily, I don't think it's necessarily that because do you, do you, you feel like I can't still do that even though we're not together? Because, like I said, like, what if it's bad for my mental health? Like, this isn't my case, but I know for some people, they're, like, uh, they're, like, they get diagnosed with depression and anxiety. So, if that was my case, in order for me to, for that not to happen to me while you're going through your stuff, then I at least don't need to be with you for that time being, or I don't need to be around you. But, like, I still care about you. I'm still checking up on you. I just don't need to be in the environment that it's mainly happening in. I understand that. My only issue is that if you were to do that, don't come back to me after I come after I get back on my feet. But it's not like I'm necessarily leaving you because... You don't have money. I'm leaving you because it's it's legitimately bad for my health to be there for you while you're going through that. And the thing about depression and anxiety is that you want to be there for those people. Is that it's just the those disorders keep you from being there. So what I'm saying is, it's not like I'm doing it because like I think like oh you broke ass motherfucker. Like it's not that's not the case. It's like legitimately bad for my health to be with you while you're going through that. Well, that's that's something that would have to be established at the beginning of the relationship. Like that would have to be known. Okay. Like, I just something like that. I wouldn't want it to just happen spontaneously. If I knew, I I should know what I'm getting myself into. But what if I if don't I, know? What if I you, don't know? You yet? said you got to like diagnose with it. Oh, yeah, I did say so In this hypothetical situation. Yeah, and it's hypothetical. If you got diagnosed with it, then that's something that you should tell me before we get into a relationship so that I'm not caught by surprise. Okay. And I, I would have to make that decision 
to on whether or not I want to date you, knowing that information. Okay. Like me personally, I know it sounds bad, but if you was to tell me that and I was to be down bad, like I'm kind of down bad right now. But if you was to tell me that, I don't think I'll be able to be in a relationship because for me right now, it helps that you're you're in my corner and you're inspiring me and keeping my head up and like keeping my spirits high going through all this right now. Okay. But so I, I I'm one of them ones like I need that companion. Hmm? I don't think I knew that you were going through. I mean, the struggles of just like having to go to, having to go to my, having to go clock in at work. Oh. Okay. And then like, not I'm not get I'm not getting paid and working my ass off for something that I want and love to do. Okay. I'm over here doing it for some people that don't give a fuck about me and I'm replaceable for them. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. I mean, it is it's it's somewhat depression, but like it's not like crazy bad like I'm about to fuck myself up type shit yeah, it's just like it's just that like, doesn't mean it's like less of you know it's I less know, it's, serious just because for me, you're it's, not at that level for me it's mentally manageable like the only thing I gotta do is just work on it and just when the time is right I just gotta believe believe in my, my faith and believe in myself and when the time is right it'll get there and I know it's coming soon but like, that's all we just we just need clarification. I know me personally, and like my homies, like we like to have full on clarification about everything. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like, if I don't, if if we can be in a relationship where when we going through some things, we might need to be alone, or like you might not be able to be there for me while I'm going through it, but you genuinely care about me and stuff, and you might check up on me and stuff. And I'm cool with that, then it's cool. But just don't go into the relationship knowing that you might do that, but don't tell the man about it before. Because then that'll um, just lead to arguments. Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. All right. Well, that's all I got. Yeah. I, I don't have any. So actually, I do. Okay. One more question. When a woman asks a man, what do they bring to the table? Mm-hmm. How much are they actually looking for? Well, I feel like women look for a lot more than what you said, um, because women, women, they deal with a lot. Not not saying that men don't, and not saying that specifically black men don't, because, but I think just women because of you know society and you know certain standards that they put on women they ask for a lot more um and i think they ask for a lot of the stuff that you didn't say and the stuff that you did say because um you know how it's like sometimes you'll see on twitter like Oh, women don't want to be with a dude like who ain't got no money or like you said who is down bad mm-hmm. and I feel like like I said I feel like that's a valid reason but I also feel like it's because of like fear because I know plenty of women who have done that before I've done it with my ex 
in our relationship. And I think it's just fear. Now, should they they should they let that fear carry on into the next relationship? No. But I do think that when we ask that question, it's, we're just ask, asking to be cautious before we get into something that we don't want to be in or we can't necessarily get ourselves out of. Because, like I said, I did that with my ex. And I'm over here, like, being a down-ass girl, basically a ride-or-die, paying for everything, like, giving him money, making sure he was good. And the motherfucker cheated on me. Like, first of all, how you ain't got no money and you cheating? Like, I know you ain't got to spend money to cheat, but, like, it, it was just like, damn, like, I'm sitting over here doing all of this and you out here. Nah, that nigga had money. He fucking, was just trying to use yours, not Fucking his. three other bitches. No, he was down bad. Like, he, a couple times he showed me, like, his account and stuff like that I in front of me. Like, he would log in in front of me. I think he was still lying. Um, I mean, it could have been times he was lying. But, like I said, I feel like women, they ask for a lot more just out of caution um and especially like women of like single moms like we've seen our mom like go through a lot of stuff with our dads if we were able to see them together um and while they weren't together so I feel like that plays a big role in why we want to know so much about what men bring to the table Okay, makes sense. What do I bring to the table? You doing this right now? I mean, I guess so. Everything. Okay. You know I hate answering that question, right? No, I did not know that. You never told me that. I make the same face every time. When you asked me this question. Oh, I don't think I remembered you doing that. But it's cool. Because the reason I don't like answering the question, because I don't have a definite answer for what you bring to the table. You bring enough and more for me to stay. Okay. That's all that matters and I'm still here. I'm going to be the one. I, I done got to that point where if I don't want to be with you, I'm going to leave your ass. Okay. All right? All right. Okay. You already tell me, like, damn near every day what I bring to the table. Not, speci- not like, directly, but you let me know. I'll be like, cool, thanks. You the best tool, shit. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that was a good first season three episode, I feel like. You want to keep adding to the Tinder Love playlist, or should we start something new? We should start something new. I don't know what that is yet, but we'll figure it out and we'll do it next time. Because I do want to have like an interactive like... I do want to have like an interactive playlist for like Apple Music and Spotify Mm -hmm. that we're like active on. Mm -hmm. But I think it should have like a specific theme to it because that one we had Mm -hmm. was like all over the place with the types of music. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Like, we had some damn, you had some rock music in that shit, mixed with some gangster rap shit, mixed with some love music, mixed with some K-pop. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know what other people listen to when they go on road trips, but I listen to everything. So that's why I put all that in here. Depend for me, it depends on what time the road trip is and and how I'm feeling. If it's nighttime, then I might play some soul music or like some some smooth rap, like some Larry June or Dom Kennedy or like Jay Worthy or Currency. But like if it's in the daytime, then it's gonna be it's, just, it's gonna be like a mix up. I'm throwing my whole phone on shuffle. Right. Feel me. Right. So we gonna come up with a um with an idea for a playlist, maybe like a like a love making playlist or something like that, or like a or like a date playlist or something like that. Yeah. And then we gonna start adding to it. We're gonna make it we're gonna make a public on or shared both on Apple Music and on Spotify. So it's not only just one phone that can use that shit. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, appreciate y'all for listening. It's, Thanks for rocking with us. For everybody that still listen to us, please like help us get our name out there. If you're new here, follow us on Instagram at Tender Love. The Tender Love Podcast. Let me spell it for you because... Tender with a Y. T-H-E-T-Y-N-D-E-R-L-O-V-E. It's the same for our Twitter, at The Tender Love. Mm-hmm. So follow us on there um, and follow us on Instagram. Interact with us. We'll be, we'll be more interactive with you guys. And share our stuff. Get our name out Please there. Please share our stuff. Reach out to us. We're trying to make money from this. So, please. We're we trying, trying to, not to work we trying these to jobs. We're trying to streams of income. We're not trying to keep on working full time and stuff at FedEx and Five Below. Facts. We're trying to get to the point where we can. If y'all help us get this out, you know what I'm saying? We don't got to work so much and we can get y'all more and more episodes. And we can get. We can give back to y'all. We can, we can get do merch. And stuff. We can have merch. Facts. Feel me? Facts. Y'all help us. We help y'all. Help me help you is what that is. All right? Facts. Keep the black dollar in the black community. Facts. Feel me? No offense to any white people that might listen to this, but we keep that dollar in the black community. All right? Y'all do this one too? Peace. God damn it. Peace out, fuckers.